You are no longer part of the system. You are above the system, over it, beyond it. We're them, we're they. We are the brothers. You know what the difference is between you and me? I make this look good. And you know this, man? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. We are back and better than before. Circle the wagons. Circle the wagons. (laughs) Get in order. Get your house in order. Uh, because we back, baby. Oh, okay. I was I didn't know where you was going with that. Right? <laughs> the wagon, oh Jay. man, that's funny. It's your boy Jay Brewster. It's your boy Earl. Boy Roddy Rod bringing up the tail end, and collectively we are the, the brothers. brothers. The brothers. It wasn't in sync that time, but we gonna let it. Well, normally it's three different ones, right? The brothers. brothers. Nice. No, literally never been like that. Huh? I think in my mind it's like that. Got <laughs> delayed. No, we normally try to go in unison, brother. Let's try it again. And collective, we are nah, the, bro- the, the The moment's <laughs> passed. <but. laughs> Come on, man. The moment's <laughs> passed. Let's get into it. The viewers ain't got time to be yeah. laughing with her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? How y'all doing today, man? Good, man. Good. Long week. But we making it. We're we here to, we, you know. It's Thursday night. It was a good day. Yeah. I keep saying that. Tomorrow's Friday. Tomorrow yes. is Friday. It's Friday Thank Eve. Thank you, Thank you Lord. Yeah. <laughs> it's the uh, night of the debate. Last one. Last one. Election in two weeks. Y'all don't watch them all? I don't watch. I'm not interested. So you normally watch like replays? I watched the first one live pretty much. The second, it was like a town hall, I guess. I yeah. didn't. I caught like, you know, the little. Twitter moments. <laughs> yeah, Twitter moments. <laughs> pretty much, you know. Flies. Yeah. Well, that was the vice president was, one. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't actually. I haven't seen any of the presidential ones at all. Really? Not missing much. Bro. Nah, because the first one people clown so much and they were like so frustrated. I was like, well, I'm not gonna frustrate frustrate myself watching that. It is very frustrating at times, man. I mean, just watching it, you just like the level of ignorance and level of arrogance is so so distasteful, and it's like. Uh, let's just get this over with. I think uh, <laughs> if that resonates with a lot of Americans right now, you just like, let's just get this thing over with. I mean, the argument has come is anybody like watching these debates to actually change their mind? Like, I don't think so. Either you've already voted or you pretty much have your mind made up where right. you go. I don't think anybody's teeter tottering at this point. I don't no, know. I, I do. You, I mean, do you actually think people are still teeter tottering at yes, this point? Yes, I, I really. Do. I, I believe there are some undecided voters who are waiting. I think they have their mind pretty much leading in a direction, but they're know. waiting for that one thing to push you over the edge into really? one direction. I, I believe so. Really? I mean, I, what what would you say the background or demographic? That is waiting. Who who's waiting right now? In your mind, nineteen to thirty-five. And okay, I just male, made it female. I, don't know, bro. <laughs> I was getting ready to say because I don't. No, I, just, I mean I do believe there are some young people who are being influenced by their parents and by social media mm-hmm. to lead one way or the other. People, especially really? who are first-time voters, mm-hmm. they're trying to definitely. Uh, be involved yeah. and like leave there. I know when I was a first time voter, like in 2004, yeah, mm-hmm. 2004, um, I was just, you know, really wanted to make sure that, you know, my vote counted and yeah. Uh, yeah. all of that. 
And I, I, could, I could see that in any other year but this one. I just feel like bro, everybody has their mind made up already. You I don't know, though, bro, because, like, so this morning I went back and re-listened to Ice Cube's interview. Mm-hmm. And, like, he was saying, you know, and he, I don't know if he's lying or not, but he was saying he's undecided because, you know, he's just been around enough to know that just because one looks way better than the other, per se, the lies that, um, you know, politicians tell to right. get your vote. So he like, you know, I'm still unsure because I don't really like either one of them. You know I think saying? there are certain Christians, bro, who are undecided. I think that because you have what's a hot button topic, of course, of abortion. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I I posted this real dope video. I encourage everybody to watch because like it. I wish I could have watched that back in 2004 mm-hmm. um, when I voted based upon the mentality of, OK, this candidate is for, against abortion. Got my vote. Mm-hmm. Nothing else matters. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And as a Christian, there's so much more at stake, especially in 2020. And the Bible speaks so much more than just, you know, I mean, killing unborn children. Um, and this video broke down really, really well about how the lie that's gets or, or the narrative that gets pushed out there that if you vote a certain political party mm-hmm. uh, to either uphold or overturn the, the Roe v. Wade, right. like it's going to affect abortion. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it really honestly does it because if people say if you vote Republican, you're, you know, you're voting to, to, to abolish abortion. Right. Well, which is not true because for the last 11 years or I think I forgot how many years it was. There's been like 11 justices mm-hmm. who have been Republican and they've all voted to uphold the original Roe v. Wade, which was say making abortion legal as far as all the states. Right. And people don't realize, too, before Roe v. Wade. Abortion was still legal. Abortion has been legal in the U.S. since like the 1700s. Like people don't realize that, you know, it just wasn't like across the board with all the states using the same practices, you know. So um, there's just so much out there that people just kind of hold in on and they focus on this one issue, this one issue alone. Uh, Then you have the other side of things of social justice really means something to me right now. So I'm going to lean to the other side, even though they may, you know, support other areas that I don't necessarily rock with as a Christian, but you know what? They seem like they, they rock it with the black man. So that's all I care about. So do we, so do, so does our, does our Christianity influence our vote or do we just vote based upon the natural? Because it, it, it does have to do with the natural and the laws that we live by and things like that. So so does that so do you personally let that influence you or is it just like I'm voting for the candidate that's about my interests? I think I think our Christianity has to influence every facet of our lives. Uh-huh. Pretty I think our Christianity should influence where we worship, what job we take. I think it should influence I mean like just a number of different things in our life, especially it should inform our decision on who we're voting for. But I think that you have to look at it with balanced skills and you can't look at it with just the lens of middle-class white American Christianity. Right. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I I think, and like Christianity has been so whitewashed in America. I think you need to like really look at it from the lens of, okay, what's the, Bible actually really say because the Bible does say for us to definitely be involved in politics. Um, if you don't know that, I suggest that you kind of study it out and really do your research. Um, you know what I'm saying? Because 
Christians should not be removed from political discussions, I think. But I think that when we're so caught up in our own opinions that we forget to, you know, talk in love with one another, that's where it gets so ugly. You know what I mean? And people ready to throw hands over you know what I'm saying? Some yeah, some some people in the White House, bro. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Who they don't know nothing about you. They don't care about you. Yeah, that's true. What so, about you, Earl? Do you think that your 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 faith should inform your your politics? I think it should. Um, you know, I can't say it always does, you know, for people. But I think like like Rob mentioned, I think a lot of time it is about your interests and you know, even if you weren't necessarily Christian. Like, for example, you, you may not agree with abortion. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a lot of people who aren't necessarily believers who think, you know. So I think, I think yeah, I think a lot of it, it should. But I think for most people, it's most of their interest, man. And, you know, like, uh, I know we're not, like, pretty much on this topic yet. But, like, with Ice Cube, you know, the reason he made the decision he made was because, well, this party showed more interest in what he was trying to accomplish. You know, right. so I think that for a lot of people, that's what it's really about. At the end of the day, because you got a lot of believers who won't even go to the polls, you know, so. which is crazy, bro. Because it's like going back to the uh, certain hot button issues. It's like I'm all about this, but the Bible also says for us to understand and judge according to character. So it's like, like I'm, I'm there now, bro. Like yeah. especially with social injustice, bro. Like I have a real hard time with like people who want to address it, you know, bro. Especially yeah. when you're you are that race, like you're black, right. And you won't <laughs> you won't speak on you know because you're afraid to offend you know I don't know your, your money or something people I don't I don't know who you're offending but you mean as far as biblically as far as Christianity goes yeah like you have people who will completely avoid that topic bro and and just tell you to pray. you know to pray you know what I'm saying and I'm like that's an issue for me you know when so much is going on and you won't definitely when you are that color yeah. you know and I'm not telling you to be in your pulpit swaying people who to vote for. But I'm saying, like, wrong is wrong, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, speak up on it. You know? Right. That's definitely true, man. How about you, Rod? Do you feel like your your faith should inform how you uh, how you vote? I think it, I definitely think it should influence you. But I mean, at the end of the day, like you said, if 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 one person drives home that they're Christian, which kind of both candidates are doing at this time, you know, their their parties are speaking for them. Like, oh, he's he's you know. Christian, you know, he goes to church and, you know, he believes the Bible and upstanding, but we, we see the fruit from that. We see the fruit from both of these candidates um, from things they're doing currently and things they have done in the past. So it's like, well, they both say they're Christian. So, you know, it's like, who do I suppose? Like itty bitty bitty who has less rape allegations. Right. (laughs) Like what? It's almost like that. So it's crazy. So then you do have to take you know, into consideration that person that does have the, you know, the most influence and, the, you know, the things that you are, you know, passionate about, you know, the things that you want to see done and those people that are, you know, talking to those points, you know, I think, you know, that's who you should vote for. But bro, going back right. to the original question, do you think that's why some people are still in limbo? Because you got both saying they're, you know, quote unquote Christian. Right. Which everybody's Christian when it's convenient, you know, or when, or when they yeah. die. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But like, <laughs> you know, but like, do you think maybe that's the hold up too? Like, all right. It could be. And I know, you know, especially the era we grew up in, people will say, well, you got to use discernment. Right. You know what I'm saying? But do you think maybe that's what <laughs> has everybody in 
I mean, I, I, it very well could be, but I mean, I'm just, I, I think I'm just looking at it from a different perspective and a different light yeah. um, with the way our country is right now is why I'm saying I believe that everybody has their mind made up. You know, I got you. Beforehand. It's like, it's like we know we're going this way or you're going that way. Yeah. You know, we in two different lanes. I see you. I can wave to you. I can choose to ignore you. I can flip you off. You know what I'm saying? But you over there. I'm over here. Yeah. Do you yeah, think it's kind of like uh, this? May be a, a poor analogy, but, <laughs> but uh, y'all can tell me if I'm bad a lot or not. But you think it's kind of like a a, 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 a woman kind of knows in her mind uh, whether she's going, you know, I'm saying, give up the draws, like from the jump. This whole and she, you, bro, bro. Just last week you were talking about <laughs> two nut butts, bro. Now you already talking about giving up draws. I'm just saying, just like your podcast in a row, brother. I mean, you know, y'all know these two do share the Adeline moment. Yeah, man. Is that Adeline? I mean, it's not Adeline. I, mean, I understand what you're saying. I'd be like, you feel me with the analogy, though? No, it's no, like no, saying. What they call those things? Men but does, the, does the woman just have the power then? Does the man not have any power? No, no I, that's not what I'm saying. Like, that's a different topic. Okay. What I'm saying is, like, how a woman can say, like, they've made up in their mind. Like, before she go over there, yeah. she already know. He got the drugs. Right. And she's giving him opportunity to mess it up. So, okay. so you know what I'm saying So it's like okay In my mind I know who I'm voting for Yeah But I'm gonna give you Opportunity to mess it up Okay I get the analogy I got it That's where I'm coming from You know I mean, that's, that's out of line Inappropriate But you know yeah. There's no children watching We children. were studying Genesis um, With mm-hmm. Kevin a few weeks ago We were talking about Mandrakes I had to look them up oh. And what they were In the Bible okay. I think clearly Jonathan Has had that In his dietary <laughs> Routine. Bro, like, so if y'all were studying Mandrakes, you know, you know what the story was talking about, right? Yeah, exactly. Because that's we, hilarious. We know Mandrakes, huh? Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. But the, the fact that she was saying that. Yeah, bro. <laughs> pretty out of line. It's like you can have him for the night. <laughs> you know what that meant, have him for the night. You can have him if you go ahead and pass on these, these Mandrakes. <laughs> Man, the Bible is kind of savage, man. It is, bro. We, we like really I mean, get down yeah, to it. Yeah, we don't give it enough credit. You know what I'm saying? We just think it's a bunch of you know boring stories put together. But it's a lot of it's a lot of drama. A lot of bro, it's injury, a whole lot of drama. Family bro. trouble, everything, slavery. <laughs> there were good slavery. points, though, bro. There really was. Like, I, I feel you though. I think <laughs> if you just look at the black and white, you kind of you kind of look and look and see who's voting for who. Yeah. Majority. Yeah. Uh, Have y'all seen a lot of like? Issues behind that in your personal lives, like with family, yeah, or just friends. You know, we all got coworkers that are pretty, pretty diverse workplaces. A little bit. Uh, I wouldn't say with family. I have kind of side eyed a couple people. Mm. Um, mm. you know, what I'm saying I'm like, okay, I, I see where you coming from, but like you kind of pushing this narrative, mm. um, and really unwilling to like have any other type of dialogue. So I just gotta like just not engage in that type of conversation with you. Do you have? Um, and I, I know we don't, you know, want to like. I don't want you to like talking specifics. Like, do you have like family who kind of like Candace Owens, like on that type of? Well, I remember I hit you up. You were just saying how you've been watching her videos. Really? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and you was just 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 I rocking have, with you, you rocking with. Candace? I have no shame. You rocking no shame. with her? Like Ain't nobody shame me. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm just playing, man. I don't rock with her like that at all. Like she um she was on something the other day. And I don't want to quote it, but the stuff she was saying like it made sense, but a lot of the other stuff she said is so cuckoo and crazy that bro. I can't. You know, like she's too smart, bro, to say some of the stuff she but, says. But but okay, so let's just say. 
I mean, do you all see her as a pawn? Uh, yes. In a, in a game. Yeah, kind of like the twins, bro. Those those YouTube the, twins. Yeah. The, yeah. The reason, the reason I say that is because the Hodge twins. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Them. But the reason I say she's being used as a pawn is because the black guy they just got shot in Dallas a couple weeks ago that we didn't talk about on the podcast. Yeah. We scheduled to talk about it, but we didn't. Now this brother, you know. You know, like they've been this, the saying that has got gained popularity over the past couple of weeks that all skin folk ain't kin folk. Right. You know what I'm saying? So he was one that preferred his white family over his black family. You know, he, he was down with the Blue Lives Matter movement, all that, all that jazz. And then this man gets end up getting killed by a police officer. And the outcry wasn't there from the black community because it's like, well, you didn't have our back. Why should we have yours? And understanding that may be the wrong mindset of African Americans, of black people in the Black Lives Matter movement but you see how he was per se a pawn because he was used to push the, the agenda of oh black people for certain certain type of things and certain type of things that's not really resonating with the black community right now so when it came to getting this brother getting killed by the hands of the police, just as George Floyd, just as all the other people that have been killed by police, the outcry wasn't there. So that's why I say she's a pawn, because at the end of the day, if something happened with Candace Owens, just like that, something happened with Herman Cain. Ain't nobody gonna from, ride for her. Yeah, just like it happened with Herman Cain that at that rally he caught COVID. And died, and, bro. And died. And they don't, they don't respect him like that. They're not like... You know, a good a representative of our party, Herman Cain, died because of COVID. They didn't even take it serious after somebody in their own party that was African-American died. So it's like they're using you. Well, we see this every every election cycle. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Especially with the Republican Party. Um, it ain't just Republicans. It's really it's both of them, really. Like, they'll find a a voice. A jigger. Yeah. No. <laughs> But you're right though, bro, because they will find the same a voice. issue people have with LeBron right now. Yeah, like you know they will find a voice and they'll prop up that voice and they'll use them as like the mouthpiece as like, okay, oh, this is the black community. This is the black right. community. I'm like, Candace always does not speak for the black community, At all. even right. though she's black on the outside. Right. She does not speak for me whatsoever. And so, like, they will use that voice and and you have people who is rocking with, you know. <laughs> Who is rocking with that ideology And like they ready to You know use her as an example I'm like hey I had to tell somebody like don't send me not one more of her video Like don't don't send me not One more of her video We we had an issue in our family I'm not going to speak no names or anything like that But just people sending out videos uh, Talking about You know Trump did deny White supremacy and all of that I'm like, hey, bro, don't don't send that stuff here because clearly we watched the debate when it happened. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, you know, don't don't do that. Like, you you can vote for who you want to vote for. I ain't mad at you. You know what I'm saying? I may think differently of you, but I ain't mad at you because we live in America. We have the ability to choose. You choose Facts. that side. You know what I'm saying? That's whatever. But you know, when it comes to trying to sway my vote, don't send that over here. <laughs> Said, I'm gonna have you know, so now I call you a cool. Right. <laughs> See the previous episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, like it's 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 something that definitely got me thinking. And I've had like conversations with my mom as of late. Um 
and I had to kind of fuss at her a little bit, man, because mm-hmm. um, I had to fuss at her brother because she she uh, uh, brother, man, she uh, was up. She was up super early. No, you know what I'm saying? To early vote out in the cold. And she didn't like, you know, anticipate the weather dropping cold. Uh-huh. And she ended up getting sick. You know, I was just like, my, like you could have, you could have went a different day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, to, like, get your vote out. You know what I mean? But yeah. I know this is important, and I'm not, you know, dissuading you from it. But like, yeah. don't put your health at risk yeah. over this. You know, this process. You know, it's like not yeah. worth it right now. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. You know, but like, but we glad you voted, Miss Booster. We love you. Love you, Mama Bro, I was tickled, bro, on Facebook when I when your mama put that she had voted. <laughs> oh, my mama. And then, I'm gonna leave his name out. Ah, uh, talk about who you voted for. <laughs> and then, hey, bro, he didn't get the clue though. That was a funny thing because like somebody else was like, really? <laughs> but then she put the question mark, and he was like, I asked you, like, who he, did you vote? He for? really wanted to know. <laughs> Hey, but if if you know him, that's his personality all day, though. Bro. Was he being funny, or was he like really not? Nah, I catching? think he didn't care that he op asked that, bro. <laughs> like it was just kind of like he don't think of, of that as a a private, you know. Sherelle didn't even tell me who she voted for. But how was that? Wouldn't that become like a private thing that we don't talk about? What? Who you voted for? Yeah. I don't know, bro. I, don't, I mean, I don't know. It's, I mean, it's not like a HIPAA violation. Nothing, you know? I mean, I know it's not that. I'm just saying, like. No, I'm just saying, you know. But people really like that, bro. They're like, I'm not going to tell you, you know. Maybe for the fear of being judged, bro. Maybe she voted for yeah, Trump. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I hope my mom didn't. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But, but I mean, I think, it, like you said, I, I think it's a fear of being judged by somebody that. Or maybe you don't want to offend somebody. You know what I'm saying? Bro, I can remember, like, voting and, like. <laughs> I didn't really know why I voted for the person I voted for, you know, so I didn't want to be asked why I voted. You know? yeah. I just right. thought that person was made, made more sense at the time. You voted for Mitt Romney? No, sir. <laughs> you know, I, so I, I think if that. you ain't really up on politics like that, which I'm not really, you know, deep in it, like sometimes you don't want to talk about it. You know? But, I mean, I, I can see that because, like, you know, when you find out, because like we like we like we spoke about like on the last podcast, you know, kind of that that symbol. So when somebody identifies that they voted for a certain party or a certain person, you automatically feel a certain way about them. And like, you know, do you feel that way about me? Oh, because yeah. and that may not even be the reason they voted for that person. They right, may have right. voted for that person for tax breaks and stuff like that. You know, uh, um, and stuff like that. So you, but. Like you said, the fear of being judged, the fear mm-hmm. of somebody changing their perception of you, like automatically thinking that if you vote for the other side, you automatically racist, which does run through my right. mind as the as the opposite race. It runs through my mind and you can't dissuade me of that. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I have to know the person. Yeah. yeah. And then you, you kind of understand them. I think we just got to do better at respect to people's rights. Bro. So, like, but is this uh, an issue of. And I was listening to this podcast um, today too. It's talking about false binary. They use that term, and I never heard that term before. It was interesting saying a binary is basically two choices: black or white, right. on or off, up or down, right. left or right. And like he says, we don't have like they're, they're pushing this false binary of like you either choose Republican or Democrat. Yeah. Racism or liberty, <laughs> right, you know right. what I'm saying? Like uh, 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 abortion right. or you know not abortion. Like it's not that black and white. There's so much nuances to right. it. it and so I think that when you push that that narrative of like you vote Republican, that means you racist, right? 
Like, dang, like I have to, I have to put that. Where down. have we come as a nation where it's like that? That's the climate of the, the nation that we live in. Or even like, like if honestly, you vote Democrat, you 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 love killing babies, right? Like or you liberal, you know what I'm saying? It's like it's what? Not true. Yeah. Like oh, you far left? It's like you know I'm not far left, but like maybe I like you know what I'm saying? Love to think that my government cares about poor people and cares about minorities, black people, yeah. black people <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or like cares about certain aspects as far as like healthcare that I don't yeah. think that I'm getting from right. the other party. It had nothing to do with, you know what I'm saying, racism. Or even like you, from a business point, you know, there's people who may not necessarily agree with everything Trump does, but when they think about their taxes and stuff, you know. Bro, yeah. homie, like you can't tell me, like you can miss me with all these celebrities talking about F Donald Trump. Like, they know they in a different tax bracket. I don't bracket. secretly voting for Bro, him, bro. they definitely yeah. vote for him. Because, like, their taxes is definitely going to be protected. Because they was all rocking and cool with him before he ran for president. Right. Bro, like, you see the video of, like, uh, <laughs> I don't know if I said it in the video to you. It was talking about, like, uh, Donald Trump is not that bad of a guy. <laughs> And like it was literally a montage of photos of him with all these rappers, celebrities, right. wow. athletes, of him like. How many just, times has Donald Trump been name dropped in songs before? Bro, know? him and Snoop was like tight. Yeah. So I mean, like you said, it, it, and I just think it's, but like I said, it's the social climate of where we are today, and how, especially as African Americans, uh, you know, which I am. So I think it's just you know <laughs> I had to put that out there just in case anybody thought different. But black, um, black boy, <laughs> I just think it's a, the social climate in America that makes us look at it differently now. Yeah. To say you know if you vote the other way, you care about the things he cares about, and you don't care about the things he doesn't care about. Which which can be true and which cannot be true. We know there are going to people be people on both sides, but and I, and like I said, I have to. Myself personally, I have to learn to look at people through the lens of Christ with that because there's a, a house in my neighborhood right on the corner, it has a big old Trump flag flying every day, you know what I'm saying? And it just makes you look at somebody differently. But I'm like, I don't know this man, yeah, you know, I don't know, know if he's racist or not, yeah, I don't know this man's heart, you know what I'm saying? Right. I just see that he got this flag up that I don't agree with. That's and that's where the real heart work gotta come in, yeah. And I think that. This election cycle especially has like peeled back the ugly layers of our hearts, mm -hmm. realizing like I, like I think I mentioned, I don't know if it was just to y'all um, or the last podcast. I don't remember what it was, how I had to like repent um, when I first saw the news that Trump had COVID. Yeah. Like because yeah, a part of me was like, ha ha. Yeah. Serves you right. Yeah. You right. You thought it was a get. You thought it was a get. You know <laughs> what I mean? I was just like, hey, I wouldn't feel that way about hearing somebody down the street got it right you know what i'm saying so i should have that same level of compassion like through and through right. but it's a heart issue you know where right. i had to like ask god to kind of you know switch my heart posture a little bit for me to kind of make a different type of thinking yeah yeah man so that's true so with that being said man have you guys already cast your vote i'm planning on going next week okay. that's the plan i went yesterday and the line, yesterday. there was no line Actually, I Where'd you go? Like I uh, down, I the downtown. Uh, downtown? Yeah, I literally oh, walked. I waited to walk in and out, like five minutes. How'd you feel about the little finger condom? <laughs> it was a little weird at first. <laughs> <laughs> like, am I trying to do something? Go do something? <laughs> no, I'm playing. <laughs> but uh, you know the mandrakes too. <laughs> 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 
He's a name drop man. <laughs> you been reading his Bible, you know? but yeah. So I mean, it was cool. I mean, I definitely see you know what they're used for for protection. Um, you know, things like that. I'm not trying to be out of line. Get the machine just, pregnant or nothing. I'm talking about COVID, sir. Thank you. But uh, yeah, so I cast my vote already. That's what's oh, up. You, I was, we plan on going Sunday. Sherelle went yesterday. Oh, okay. She was like, I'll take you up there Sunday. Because <laughs> the funny thing was, bro, I had to make sure, because I know I had registered to vote, but I was waiting, waiting on my card to come in. I didn't see my car, but my mom was like, she went already too. She's like, just take your ID. Yeah, yeah, like you can check online. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. Yeah, so it's we, not required for you to have your your. Um, yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna knock it out Sunday, man. Because I haven't, man. Like, because I never post or you know, I like I need to post with my sticker and say I voted. Yes, you have to do that. Otherwise, it don't count. <laughs> Did y'all know that? Apparently, that's a, yeah, that's a social media rule. I didn't do mine the other day. Well, I did post it on Snapchat, but that was I came home and it started had one on his head. <laughs> he <voted>. That's stupid. <laughs> he voted. He voted. <laughs> he, on the he said, "I voted for brownies for dessert." <laughs> for real. That's man. hilarious. That's what's up, man? So we're gonna switch topics a little bit. We, that was actually our fourth topic, but we just kind of jumped into it first. Yeah. But it's all good. So the next topic, man. Um, it's a little, it's a little comical, I would say, um, but it's not funny. Uh, we're gonna talk about inappropriate relationships, and the only reason that it's funny because we've lived through it. Uh, we right. haven't done it, but we've lived through it, and we we're kind of here to tell about it. Um, so uh, Jonathan, uh, he sent a picture out yesterday, and I get, I don't know if the picture it, was the picture like. Just hitting social media. It was that kind of. It was it kind of on fire like that. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Well, the picture is of Magic Johnson, who was at the age of what, twenty four? I think it's twenty four. Yeah. Twenty four years old, and he's kissing Janet Jackson on the lips um, at the age of sixteen. She was sixteen, right? Oh yeah, she was yeah. sixteen. So, um, with that being said, we you know we kind of went back and forth talking about it. You know how we felt about it, and if y'all listen, if y'all have listened to the podcast, y'all know the R. Kelly episode and how yeah. how each of us feel. Yeah, how we all feel. Right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So we definitely don't encourage inappropriate, you know, lock him up relationships or anything <laughs> like that. But we were just sitting back thinking, of, uh, talking about um, how it's so frowned upon now versus when, even when we were in high school and when we were growing up. And we all three of us, we grew up in the same town, a military town. And we all knew girls that we went to high school with that had boyfriends that was in the army. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So just just saying how, you know, times have changed over just the past, what, we graduated what, almost 20 years ago, all of us? Pretty much. Yeah, most of us. Yeah. Right. Most of us all 20 years ago. So well, we what, 16 years? No, 16 for us. Yeah, yeah. I'm 21. So right. well, I'm 20. Uh, Something like that. I don't know what that is. I'm twenty. Uh, no, I'm nineteen. I'll be twenty. He, he did graduate, though. He did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think what year was? He made it, Yeah, barely, but I did. <laughs> but um, you know, just thinking about how how society has changed it, how society views it now, mm-hmm. even though it's still going on, you know, but it's so frowned upon now. You know, we got shows like Dateline NBC with Chris Hansen popping out. You know, we have so many websites and you know apps to try to you know catch sexual sexual predators and things right. like that. But you know, when we look back in high school and stuff like that, and in the '90s, it was frowned upon by certain people, but not society as a whole. You know, I think 
you're absolutely right. Um, but you even look at how it was even before we was in high school, like back in the day, like there was definitely an age gap in between yeah. relationships. You know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? Like, and that wasn't like crazy. Like they would, you know, I mean, it would be okay for, you know what I'm saying? A older male, you know what I mean? To get like a young farmer's daughter, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And I mean, they Jerry st- Lee Lewis is one of the most famous cases. Woody Allen. Woody purple. Allen, yeah. But- Color Purple was the same one. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. I think um, <laughs> nowadays, even oh, if we go back to like with the whole magic and, and Janet thing, um, like how did how how did that fly back then? That was like what the nineties. It had to be. It had to be really the eighties. Eighties, yeah, because yeah. he was in high school, right? Yeah. Or, or he Janet was in the league already. Twenty four years. So he was like prom, school. right? Yeah, it was like the eighties or whatever. And obviously, they both were famous. Yeah. Well, look at like. Uh, I mean, it was a picture. Of it. Yeah. So I mean, it wasn't hidden at all. Yeah. But I don't remember people, anybody, like really eating that up or talking about it. Yeah. It makes you wonder why it came out now. I want to fact check a little bit because we are in these political times. Yes, so, sir. We don't want to um, be spreading no fake news. You know, I'm the one that posted the picture. Oh. And Jonathan didn't even say anything. He just sat there and didn't say nothing. I mean, yeah, yeah it was, oh, it was okay. early. Yeah, so. I didn't give you the credit, my man. Yeah, I, I don't want to be selfish, but the fact that Jonathan sat there and didn't say anything, I felt the need to say something about it. Sorry, I've been eating bad drinks, but... <laughs> <laughs> nah, but yeah, I, I don't know, bro. And I guess because what that had to be, you said eighty four. I mean, somewhere in the eighties. I mean, because yeah. I know me and John, we weren't even. We, we wasn't bored. So I don't know quite, you know. But I know, like you said before, you know, that wasn't. I guess. Yeah, you know, it was age gaps were because you had ladies getting married against teenagers. You know, what I'm mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, becoming women, pregnant. Know? Yeah, pregnant. Why? So maybe that's how it was. You know, I really don't know that era. But I just thought it was weird. And I'm just wondering what was the purpose of releasing those pictures. True. Now, you know, because those could have been released. You know? Exactly. Especially now. Um, but I even look at, like, uh, Drake and uh, um, Bobby. Uh, uh, the, the the little girl from uh, Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. Remember, like, that was buzzing, like, how he she was, like, 12. Or thirteen or whatever, and he was like texting her. Oh, really? You know, like was she was like. I mean, it was just like real borderline, you know, because like, like she was. Yeah, I think he she met him at a show, and he was saying how much he was a big fan of like Stranger Things. She was like, "I love your music," and so like they end up like exchanging numbers and like how she was saying how they text all the time, mm-hmm. and how it was like Drake, man, what did you do it, bro? <laughs> like, this is yeah. a little kid, like yeah, that you, can come off weird, yeah, bro. like yeah. super weird, bro. And like I'm not saying anything popped off or jumped right. off, but it's like. Why you texting like you a grown man? Like right. why you texting like a thirteen yeah. year old right. like that? I mean, and that and that's how I guess that's the difference in our society now because everybody's gonna judge it because everybody's gonna know and everything <laughs> like that. But it's it's funny, man, because like as you get older, it, it, I guess it just seems more accepted. Like you look at so of course at twenty one, you're not gonna date a fifteen year old right. per se, but a forty something year old will date a twenty one year old. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So and that's it's like. Accepted. But then when you look back and be like, dang. Applauded when, even. Like, dang, when I was a senior, you was in elementary school. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. So I don't know, man. How, yeah. how about like the whole senior date and freshman? That, I, that was very much seeing. Because I mean, up, that like, was normal. But I, I did that. But we was like literally <gasps> a year and a half apart, though. Oh, my God. 
You mean you dated a freshman? Yeah, when I was a senior, but we was like a year and a half apart. Yeah, cause I graduated actually, at seventeen. Yeah, actually, we started dating yeah. at sixteen. She was fifteen, or, or yeah, I yeah, she mean, was fifteen. I don't. That's seventeen. A, you know what I'm saying? So people it was start like, school at different times. You know. Yeah. But yeah. did you? Were you embarrassed? Like, I mean, I didn't have when I was a, in high school. I didn't have a middle school girlfriend. But would you have been embarrassed if you were in high school and you were dating someone? Like you were in tenth grade dating someone in I'll say eighth grade. Yeah, a hundred percent. We we had different different <laughs> like. Not yeah, school, so that's bro. two grades, but like being a senior, you were okay <laughs> with middle school, which which is like it's definitely yeah, double weird, standard, bro. Weird. But like at least we're we're at high school, but like high school, middle school, that's like two different yeah. levels, right? But it's crazy, bro, because like with these ages, man. How about like, college in, in high school? Because that happens a lot. That happens a lot. Yeah, I mean, but like I said, I mean. In our, in our time, like we didn't think about it this way, but GIs could have been yeah. eighteen. You know what I'm saying? They could have just been fresh yeah, they could have just been out fresh out of basic training. Bro, and then, like we said, the, we were talking about that up. money, bro. Like you know, we we weren't making that kind of money per se, unless you just had that kind of money. But then you think about too, growing up, when you get older, you're like, they 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 ain't even have a lot of money. Right? They just had more than you. You know, they just private to the military. Right. Yeah. But like I was saying, even in middle school, we have kids who. You know, they fail and stuff, and I be trying to look out for them because, like, they may be, like, 16 in eighth grade, you know what I'm saying? Or about to turn 16. I'm like, hey, bro, you got to leave these girls alone. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Bro, look, that was, when I was a two teacher, there was a, there was a boy. He was about to be 16. I think he was already 16. He had yeah. failed, like, twice in eighth grade, and he was knocking up all the little girls, bro, yeah, bro. in middle school. Like, he had, he had, like, knocked up, like, three different girls. Dang, bro. Literally got upgraded. Bro, shot the club up, man. Oh. Bro, like three girls, like a little black girl, a little white girl, and this little uh, uh, Latina girl. I was like, you just go around the world, aren't you, brother? You just. That's crazy. And the reason I brought I brought that up because like <laughs> it is a funny story because uh, me and my wife were sitting uh, laying in bed watching Saved by the Bell the other night, and we came across the episode where Kelly. Was still in high school, but she was messing with her manager, right? That worked at the Max. Like, dude was like full grown, perv. Yeah, and like straight up, and they weren't even like seniors at the time, <laughs> you know, with the storyline. Yeah. I was mean, Kelly like, was pretty and all, but that's still one of excuses, bro. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. But this was shown on TV on a regular yeah. basis to children. Like, this is cool. You're like, she did Zach for this man. Like, Zach is in the but same. But when you room. watch this show, bro, it's like. You never, I guess your standards change. Yeah, we just enjoyed it. Like, I, I love Say by the Bell. Like I want to watch it now. I wish they would put that on Netflix. I got a channel full of it. <laughs> yeah, I got a twenty-four hour Say by the yeah, Bell. Yeah, so like that's crazy, bro. I didn't even really think about it like that. Exactly. So I mean, so do you think if they showed that now, like people would cause an uproar, like everything else, they would be trying to cancel it? Like even if they showed the reruns, do you think Twitter would like? Bro, know, that's a great, it? great question. I think so. I think especially with his, with the 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 heightened sense of like sex slaves mm. right now, movement. yeah, yeah, especially with what's happening with like Giselle Maxwell and all that, you know, that yeah. trial going on, and uh, yeah, I, I think that we just did number one, we didn't have social media back then, bro. Yeah. True. So like, social media has completely changed the <laughs> landscape of like how we right. View stuff I think that people Get their opinions From social media yeah. So it's like Whether I had this opinion Or not 
I hop on Twitter and then within five minutes of scrolling, I done changed my whole outlook on something. Right. And, and, and then I'm sharing it. Right. And, and I done it's, influenced it's such a, four a, or five other people. A lazy method, bro, to get, you know, like yeah. you think about how we even used to have to write essays in school. You know, you remember going to the library, pulling them dog on cards, bro, and right. have to actually get books. Bro. Now, bro, it's like, all right, let's go to Google and, uh, <laughs> Yeah. Somebody else's, Somebody else's essay. Let me yeah. doctor it. Yeah. Well, I saw it. Don't use the Dewey Decimal System no more. <laughs> nah. I saw a meme. It said like stuff ain't been the same since we stopped asking Jeeves. <laughs> hey, bro. We need that Jesus the internet first game. Yeah, bro. Google take over. Out That's here crazy, acting bro. up on Al Gore's internet. See, but I mean that that just shows you how much power that social media really has. Yeah. Um, because. We can we can glorify and vilify, you know, with a ma- within a matter of seconds. Mm, yep. Because the people that we glorify, if they do something we don't like, they vilify. Facts. Within moments, you know what I'm saying? Real quick. And so your your standards, bro. Like, say, I try to use, not use something so out lavish. Like, how old is like a young popular NBA player right now? I know. All right, twenty years old, right? Your daughter, seventeen. Would you let her date Zion? No. Even at his status, you would? No. You'd be like, no, what about you? That means he would. I mean, like, I I definitely want to say no, but it's like, if she living in my house, no, definitely. But I'm saying, like, if. Well, she's 16, she probably there. You said said she's 17 or 16. 16 or 17, she still would be there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Senior in high school. She can't date Zion? Nah, I can't do it. Man. I mean, like she, she gonna do what she want to do, but yeah, uh, I, I'm not gonna co-sign that. I can't rock with that. For me, it's just that R. Kelly thing just really opened my eyes to a lot. So three years though, it, I, don't, I don't care if it's if it's under eighteen. That like I said, that so R- like the eight, R- eighteen is what take it over the edge for you. So if she's eighteen and do twenty one. Okay, well, after, eighteen is cool. Eighteen, you can do whatever you want. How about still in high school though? If you're eighteen. You can do whatever you want to. You know what I'm saying? When it comes yeah, I did to that. that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because you are at a legal consenting age. Though you may still be living with me, all that kind of stuff. But until you turn 18, you're going to get daddy some of them tickets too. You're going to get daddy some of them tickets to them games. That's that what you're saying, basically. No. But I would have a hard time with it too. I'm just playing. I'm actually doing what Jonathan normally yeah, does. Because yeah. I would struggle with it too. But I'm saying since we all have daughters, does our perception of that change now? A lot's changed, bro. Now that oh, I have a of course. Yeah. <laughs> no, Everything, bro. How about how about your son, though? Uh, you mean him dating a younger or older? No. Let's say let's say the same it, scenario, uh, bro. That argument. It's a double standard, bro. She I'll in the WNBA, right man. Yeah. And she and, and she twenty two. He he's seventeen. I think his mom would have more of an issue with it. Sherelle would have more of an issue than I probably would. I'm having an issue. Yeah, I'm, you say I'm you are? Not, yeah. 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 Because I, I don't feel that double, I'm, I'm putting that double standard down when it comes to that. Like, I'm not going to favor my son just because he's a boy yeah. over my daughter because she's a girl. You know what I'm saying? If a, if a grown woman come to my house, like, I'm looking for your son, I'm like, what you looking for? Yeah. I don't you know. know. 20 to me, 20 years old, he's 18, bro. I mean... Yeah, but like I said, it to is me, what it is. Because nine times out of ten, they probably went to the same high school anyway. Yeah, I mean, like I said, once you turn eighteen, you are technically at a yeah. consenting age. So I can't, you know. But yeah, but you you talking sixteen, seventeen, or sixteen? I'm gonna say sixteen. And you, you know, they still have to 
you know, they're focusing on school. But then I, I think with anything too, it depends on the maturity of the child, you know. Yeah. At 18, if I still, if I felt like he was really immature, unfocused and but nah, bro, because you ain't got your stuff together. If she got hers together, yeah. And if she decided to break up with you, you gonna be in my house. So, right. nah, brother. You know, I yeah. think it just depends. Yeah, the uh, double double standard. But is we, man, there. bro. I know it sounds bad, but yeah, I think I, I treat I raise Ishi different than I'm a little more protective over a girl, and I think I mean, that's what most people are. Yeah. You know? But why so? I think because you just think of. When you think of young men, you know, you kind of think, okay, he more so can fend for himself at a certain point. Daughters, we tend to protect a little more as, like, you know, we look at them as, you know, I don't know if our little girls all the time, but, like, you know, I got to protect our women, you know. Men protect women. You know, yeah. we protect the weaker vessel. Not to call them, like, weak as in, no, they can't do nothing, but, no, yeah, you know. Right. And, I, and I'm not questioning you protecting your son or anything like that. But I'm just saying, um, when it comes to even the situation that we're talking about, why do you think it's, it's more lenient for boys than it is for girls? Because some some fathers would, if they would see their son date a 24 year old and he's 17, That's they wouldn't nah, they wouldn't have it yeah. they wouldn't have an issue with it. They like yeah, go son, go son, go. Nah, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, I'm not that dad. <laughs> yeah, and that's yeah. what I'm saying. Why is it different that way than if a 24 year old came to see your 17 year old daughter, you at the door with the shotgun? I mean, I think it's the same double standard we have as far as, like, the kids, you know, not just dating, but having sex or whatever. Like, I literally knew somebody. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> no one by name, like, brought a girl over to the house. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, they end up, like, smashing. Dad, like, came by the room was like, you know, if, like, your mom knew about it she'd be hot you know what I'm saying yeah. but dapped him up was like I see you though son yeah but bro all oh, hell would break loose if, if his daughter, daughter and she, she was like you know what I'm saying a few years younger than him yeah like let her bring a dude to the house yeah smash him in your house in your house right you know what I'm saying and like dude you know what I mean was like I don't think he was 18 I think he was 17 yeah so is that is is that ignorance on the parent on the dad's fault like I'm just asking a general question. I know we're not facing this situation, so but I'm just asking you: is that is that an ignorance or is that like the male ego, like being stroked, like oh I raised him right? Both. Both. I think it's definitely ignorance. Keep, keep it real. Most yeah. most dads are just happy their son's not gay. Damn. This is being honest, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> what? if you take, I, I just, was not expect. Hold on, wait a minute. I, I, I wasn't expecting that at all. But I understand what yeah, you're I'm saying. Being, yeah, I'm You know, I'm just being I, real. If I, you I, take I, a census, like especially in America, bro, like the way we, you know, mo- a lot of people are like, you know, homophobes and. But then, okay, so, so let's let's go on that same train of thinking. Yeah. Does that really mean your son's not gay, though? It doesn't. But I mean, is you look at it like more like okay, you know, sure. he's on the right path. That's how people look, and I'm again. What they say, how to? What's a disclaimer for T? This is not Earl, you know, <laughs> right. Right. Ishikar, because you know I would rather him save himself and you know until he's married. But for most people, man, they're just happy that you know. Hey, yeah. So my son like girls. So <laughs> so do we not feel the same way about our daughters? Then? Because it goes both ways now. We get, nowadays. Yeah, we cannot. We probably. cannot. We cannot lay that aside. Like it's not an issue. I'm just so happy she don't like you. Know We're what talking I'm about most people, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think most people. 
Yeah, I don't think you want your daughter messing with anybody. Although, I think the double standard is super strong, too, because I think that more families would be more lenient to their daughters being gay than their son being gay. Mm. Which is crazy. Now, not the black community. I think that they they equal opportunity, you know, upset. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But I think when it comes down to it, it's... If if a parent was finding out they they girl was experimenting in college, yeah. you know what I'm saying, or brought a girl home, they're not necessarily as upset as if a boy they found their son was experimenting right. in college and brought a boy home. You know, yeah, like, you feel a different way. Hey man, so like, is real, bro. I, I don't think that most fathers and mothers would feel they failed their daughter if she was gay, as much as they would feel they failed their son if he was. Really. Like isn't that kind of crazy though? It is crazy. It is crazy. And I would, I, you know, I, I really want to venture off uh, when we, um, you know, when we get a couple of more episodes. I definitely, you know, like we bring people on. Yeah. I want to have a conversation with somebody that lives a homosexual lifestyle. A real. Man, we got we got cool people though that we know. Yeah. I mean, like, that's what I'm saying. I want a real conversation because yeah. I do have questions that I want to understand. Yeah, and it's not like up, being bro. funny. It's not trying to berate or you know anything. Yeah. No, like I got that. you. I just got general questions that I would like to ask that I would like answers. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, cool. Hopefully we can make that. Double standards are real, bro. They're real. Double standards, man. Absolutely. Um. But I have no idea why we think the way that we do. I don't know where it comes <laughs> from, bro. We feel like men are supposed to be a certain way. I think, yeah. And, you know, you're supposed to do stuff a certain way. We got to raise them hard. You know what I'm saying? And Don't, don't yeah, show emotion. Yeah. Don't cry. My mom, man, like, really, like, kind of talked to me about that with Ishikar when he was a baby. Uh-huh. Because, like, I, at first, I was like, man, I don't want to hold him too much because, you know, I don't want, like, you know... <laughs> The baby and baby five and soften them up, you know what I'm saying? But right, I'm like, right. Do I really want my kid to be so hard too to where you know what I'm saying? Like, but so she talked to me earlier about the perception of that and like how you know the misconception of you ain't gotta be like that, man. He you know he ain't gonna be a, right. a softy soft just because you know, because you showed him you showed him compassion and effect. He needs that, man. It's a a balance of what's going to happen, you know, it's going to be a cycle, you know. Right. Or even as a father, like, allowing him to express the emotion of tears. Yeah, yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Without making him feel like, you know, he's he's less than... You're a boy. You shouldn't be crying like that. Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You got to watch that, though, bro, because naturally... That's damaging. Yeah. Naturally, you'll do it. You it, know trauma, it traumatizes us into an adulthood because we're taught to... Yeah. You know, we were taught to hold it in. Don't cry. Shut up that noise. Yeah. You know what I'm My saying? My whole thing is just... And for both of them, like, you know, you're not just going to cry just for no reason and just for thinking it's going to change something. Yeah, it hurts to cry. You know what I'm saying? Like, cry at the proper moments, man. If it's therapeutic to you, you know, you cry. But, like, it doesn't change nothing. Like, you're still grounded, you know? <laughs> or you're still not getting this because, you know... Because <laughs> you cry. Because you cry, but, you know, yeah, it's cool. You know what I'm saying? But just right. use your tears the right way, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. That's, I mean, that's, that's very true, man. So, um... Kind of wrapping up that story, but still sticking with the kind of the age bracket. Um, our last topic or our last question that we want to uh, pose, and we really want our listeners to think about this one as well. Um, if you could stand in a mirror with your 16-year-old self, what would one piece of advice that you would sh- share at the age that you are now with your 16-year-old self? Dad. 
You already got it run. I, I think I do. I mean, if I would go back and tell my 16-year-old self anything, I would tell myself that uh, you are enough. Huh. Because, you know, growing up, how I grew up, you know, without my dad and everything like that, um, I didn't feel like I was enough to anybody. Um, so I would just let myself know that and let myself know that I was adequate, you know, to complete things, to uh, do tasks, to go after your dreams. Because I put a lot of I put a lot of my dreams on hold because I was afraid of rejection, like I talked about on the last podcast. Um, so I know that that played a significant role, not feeling adequate enough um, because I didn't want to be rejected. Rub my back. Thank you, sir. I appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> he doing me like Ayana Van Zandt. Let it go, beloved. Beloved. <laughs> but yeah, that that, dope, that's what that's what I would definitely go back and uh, tell myself that you know that I am enough. That's deep, bro. That's real. It's crazy you said that though, because when I was at the crib, I was thinking about that question like since you sent it to us, mm-hmm. and I, I I literally told myself the exact same thing. Wow. But I, but I, among some other things, I had a lot out to myself like. Boy, you better get it right. You ain't work two dead flies. No, you know, but on, on a serious note, just, you know, you ain't got to get it all at once, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, Break it down. Uh, you know, like, you know, you building a wall. I heard somebody talking about on a documentary. Brick by brick, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't got to build it all in one day. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got to build your house in one day. You know what I'm saying? Like, and to quote, you know, one of the greats to me, J. Cole, bro. Like no life ain't no life better than yours. There's no such thing. You know what I'm saying? Because we can compare to other people, bro. Right. And say I wish my life was like theirs, like them. And I'm like, dang, if I switch with them, I wouldn't have rhythm. I wouldn't have issue card. Right, man. You know what I'm saying? Maybe me and Sherelle have been on a different, you know, like you're gonna trade all all those great times for somebody else's life and, and have different experiences, you know what I'm saying? So right. like man, your life is the the life God gave you, you know what I'm saying? So that's yeah. good, bro. I think I want to kind of piggyback off of that a little bit. I think what's the quote? They said, comparisons is the thief of joy. Mm. You know, um, I think what I would tell my 16-year-old self would be to find what, what, what you're passionate about yeah. and run your lane. Yeah. Like, stay inside your lane. Like, don't don't get so caught up in like what the next person is doing right, or like think that you are behind schedule. Yeah. Like, Take the pressure off of your shoulders, feeling like um, you got to be here by age 25 and you got to be here by age 30 and you got to have a family and you got to have kids and you got to be so far in your career and you got to be preaching here and doing this. Like limitations, bro. Yeah. You know what? Like whatever God has for you is definitely for you. Right. Stay vigilant. Stay focused. You know, don't let distractions, you know, dissuade you. Um, but like just run your lane run your race like what whatever mission God gave you to do do that with like excellence instead of like getting focused and caught up in what you think you should be doing I think bro a lot of us caught that late you know what I'm saying like being you and as simple as it sounds unapologetically yeah bro even as an artist you know what I'm saying or anything you do because I think like growing up like you compare so much like man I ain't cool if I ain't got this I ain't cool if I ain't got that but now, like, in my 30s, I'm like, bro, I'm the coolest me, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I like me, you know what I'm saying? Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to be nobody else. Right. And even as an artist, it's like, bro, man, that's your art, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, we pull from different people because we're sponges sometimes and we learn. 
But like people want to hear you. So in life, people want to see you. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh-huh. like they don't need another. Yeah, bro. Nobody wants that. That's what's up, man. And and that's just something that I thought about. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you know how some people reflect and say, "Man, I wish I could go back to high school. Right? I wish I could go back to middle school to change something." Like, no, that it it sets you up for who you are today. And that's why I wanted to pose it that way by asking, "What would you tell your 16 year old?" Right. Not go relive it. You know what I'm saying? Just to be able. That's dangerous, bro. I've been there, bro. Like. I remember having like nightmares about you really? know yeah bro like dang I wish I would have I would have um, committed more time to sports you know what I'm saying like them, them stuff like that I hunt you bro yeah I wish uh, I would have talked to her yeah not been so shy wish I would have went out for the basketball team or you know whatever living life with regrets man yeah yeah nah. because that's it I mean that's what it that, like you said it haunts you and torments you but it turns into regret you know what I'm saying and you're yeah. constantly in your thirties thinking about. Bro, it messed you up mentally. Bro, I used to have dreams, bro. Like literally, like I had a game, bro. Like, yeah. my like, you know what I'm saying? It was rough, bro. Yeah, like like for real, game. bro. Like, Shrimp was like, no, we don't. Real, real talk, bro. And like that, that stuff will mess you up, man. If you don't like get over it, you know. What I'm saying? Yeah. And 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 that's what you do. You you take a stand wherever you are. You know what I'm saying? If you still have dreams that you want to chase, chase them now. You can't go back to when you were 18 and say, oh, I wish I would have started college then. If you're 35, start college now. In fact, God redeems the time, man. Right. I'm a firm believer. I've seen it happen. Like, he's so sovereign. Like, he, he, (laughs) I heard a message. He talks about God doesn't start till he already is. Mm. Meaning, like, he he has the ending. Mm -hmm. He knows the ending of the movie. Now let's start. Now let's start filming. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying. So like everything that takes place, he already has. You know what I'm right. saying. A plan, a contingency. You know for you to go ahead and still meet the expected end. Right. Um. But so when you, when you have that type of like confidence, right. there's nothing that you won't. You know what I'm saying. Tackle or or pursue and go after. Just saying. Hey, I, I had a young man hit me up. I ain't talked to in a while and was just like, man, I'm like really, really afraid that I'm doing what I should be doing. How do I know that I'm like walking according to my calling or whatever? And I just had to encourage him like, hey, man, do what you are passionate about. Make sure it's still godly. You know what I mean? Because God ain't gonna you know, put you in a position that's gonna, you know, dishonor him. Right. Uh, But if you worried about being in the will of God, just do the next thing. Right. And do it with excellence, or and do, then or do what the last thing that God actually told you to do. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Exactly. Yeah. Do, do the last thing God told you to do. Right. Do that. That's it. That's and you then <laughs> and then the, the next door was gonna open up from there. You know what I'm saying? So that's dope, man. I remember having a conversation about uh, with an artist about that. You know, like because as you get older, you know, you like, man, when should I stop? You know, doing whatever you're doing. They're like, man, as long as you're effective, bro, you're still effective and you're still passionate about it. Whatever it is, do it, bro. You know, you're still touching lives and then in positive impacts, do it. You know, I think, man, I just, (laughs) I always like musically, you just never want to be that silly looking 45 year old. Yeah, I mean, I think we all talked about like, I I, I ain't gonna be 30, 32 rappers still. Yeah, and it's crazy. Like, church talking about boom. Yeah. (laughs) But you know, I think in in everything, you gotta evolve, bro. You You gotta evolve, you gotta adapt. Yeah, you ain't doing that. Yeah, you need to stop. You ain't doing that. That's funny. So we got Adelaide here. 
Man, I don't have anybody in mind. Bro, you lie. We definitely have an Adelaide. We got Adelaide. We definitely have an Adelaide. Because, man, speaking <laughs> speaking of like finger condoms, the booty poker. <laughs> bro, you don't do that, bro. Bro, there's a video on social media. Going <laughs> this like, has nothing to do with sexual sexual preference either, bro. But you just don't put your finger in anybody's butt fighting. That's I don't know what that was, bro. So this man is getting jumped by multiple people, and somebody in the middle of the fight <laughs> thought it yeah. was okay okay mm-hmm. to pull this man's pants down and intentionally take his finger and stick it up this man's butt. Yeah, and, and like do the whole little you know come here side. <laughs> you know what I mean? Flexing his finger, he like, punched him in the butt first. Yeah, bro. Like uppercut it. Like it was. It was like. Intentional. Yeah. Uh, he knew what he was doing. I mean, I don't see how that could be unintentional. Nobody yeah. punches with a finger out. So. <laughs> you know, bro, I don't know if I ever tell y'all a story about the back door, but it reminded me of that. Yeah. Wait, wait. So, number one, I don't want to give names because I didn't get permission. But, like, I was, um, guy was telling me a story. He used to wrestle in school, bro. And uh, <laughs> I guess, you know, he had a short temper. But basically, man, he was in a wrestling match with a guy. And I guess the match was going really well. That guy had never lost, or apparently, and uh, but he had a move called the back door. So the guy was getting, he was getting the best of the guy. Yeah. He was on top of him. So to get him off, oh, he, <laughs> yeah, like stuck him in his butt. I heard that that's actually pretty common. Yeah, and what happened was though, the dude got up and punched him and ended up losing that match. You know, and the guy was like, "Man, bro, that's what I wanted you. Basically, that's what I wanted you to do." Yeah. So now I'm thinking about it. Now I'm like, "Dang, that's actually probably a method, bro." You know. I mean, it's gonna catch somebody off guard because I yeah. mean, I don't expect anybody to think. I mean, because you go hop up, you know, bro. What I'm football players have said in that pile that stuff happens. <laughs> Dang, like, bro. dude, dudes be like doing that type of suspect stuff, bro. Like imagine you try to hop on top of a fumble and you got your arms around the ball. Yeah, you gonna, you gonna hop up, bro. Somebody like grabs both of your balls, bro. Like while you with the pile, like. Yeah, it get pretty nasty under them piles, bro. Pension and all kind of stuff. Yeah, that's some that's some evil stuff, brother. brother. Whoever you are, you are the Adeline King for the week. Yeah, yeah. So words of wisdom, like if you gonna be in a fight and you get jumped, make sure you got pants that don't pull down easily. <laughs> yeah, close the back door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all get out there and vote, man. It's important. Yeah, man. We only get got it. a couple weeks left, man. Get out there and do it. All right. We out. We are the brothers. The brothers. Peace. The brothers.